Hello and welcome to yet another episode of How Not to Suck at the Stocks. This is your host, Dan Hansen. This show is for entertainment purposes only and extremely not safe work. This particular episode is about COVID. I can't believe we're still dealing with this. So the beginning of the outbreak in March of 2020, April 2020, somewhere thereabouts, I did two episodes on COVID. The first one uh, was my thoughts on how business was going to react to COVID. And I think if you listen to that one, I actually sound halfway intelligent. And I edited off the end of the episode. And I always, I mean, regret's a strong word, but I always kind of regretted cutting off the end uh, because I was basically saying, I think these tech companies are going to do very well, but I didn't think I had any good particular insight into like Google and Facebook and Amazon and Microsoft. I just, and I think that goes to show you that sometimes you don't actually need any unique insight. Sometimes you just have to see value when it's staring you in the face and, and sees it. So, but, but as good as that first COVID episode was, the second one was fucking terrible. That's the one where I actually started talking about the disease and I cannot go back and listen to it. I, just, I sound like the world's biggest idiot. And I mean, most notably, I endorsed Andrew Como for president. So that, uh, that whole episode has not aged well. Uh, but my thoughts have certainly changed in the last year and a half. And here we are with COVID part three, the unnecessary sequel. And I guess my thing is, when the hell did Americans become so health conscious? It's like every year, heart disease and cancer each kill more people than COVID. But no one cares about those things. I mean, cancer a little bit, like you'll have like the, you know, the NFL as part of their uh, marketing campaign for women. They'll all wear pink and pretend to care about breast cancer awareness. Um, but the government really doesn't spend very much money researching heart disease and cancer. And you can look this up and they do spend tens of billions of dollars on this. You might sound like, that might sound like an impressive figure, but when the government's budget is $4 trillion, then spending, you know, a few billion is really neither here nor there. And especially when you consider that, like what we spend on the military, you know, we'll spend hundreds of billions, trillions of dollars on the war on terror, but your heart is much more likely to kill you than some fucking terrorist. And you might say, okay, well, it's supposed to be about COVID. What are you doing talking about the war on terror? What are you doing talking about heart disease, cancer? It's supposed to be about COVID. Well, at the end of the day, you only have so much money, right? So it needs to be efficiently allocated. And so if you wanted to prevent Americans from dying, if that was really your goal, because remember, it's all about our safety. All these things, wearing a mask, ma vaccine mandates, you can't go to the gym without getting a vaccine card. This is all about your safety. It's not to be a dick, it's, it's for your safety. Well, if they're really concerned about our safety... How come the budget doesn't represent that? How come they're spending so much money to protect us from a terrorist, but practically nothing to protect us from things that will actually kill us, like heart disease or cancer? If they're really so concerned about our safety, how come when I jump on the highway, there's like two inches between me and the car next to me? It doesn't seem like they're overly concerned with my safety there. Um, and I think it's because we're used to heart disease and cancer killing people. Like it's just, as the Joker would say, it's all part of the plan. But then COVID comes along and COVID is new. And it, you know, it has the news apparatus behind it and the news loves to scare the shit out of you. Oh my God. 
you know, like the the ticker. I don't think the ticker ran along the bottom of the screen on cable news until 9-11, you know, like Fox News Alert. And now that ticker just runs 24 fucking 7. There's a Fox News Alert every five seconds. It'll be like Fox News Alert. Donald Trump likes French fries or some bullshit. They want to keep you scared. They want to keep you in front of the TV. And with COVID, I think people gravitate towards the two different extremes where, you know, on one side, they'll say COVID is a hoax. You know, you're in no danger. Like it's, it's doesn't exist. You're perfectly fine. You know, fucking bathe in COVID for all you want. Then you have the other side. It's like, oh my God, COVID is the greatest threat mankind has ever faced. Uh, we need to wear three masks. We need to get 15 boosters. You need to inoculate uh, your children and just wrap them in saran wrap and homeschool them. Uh, and, and, and like with most things, I mean, the truth, I think, is somewhere in the middle. I understand why extremism finds its support. I get it. I think extremism lends itself to simplicity. And I think if you are simple-minded, which I, I think a lot of people are, then you will gravitate towards the simplicity. I think having a nuanced and gray area opinion, um, I think that requires a greater understanding uh, of the issue. And so I, I would think that that's probably why it's rare. But I also don't know. I think most people are probably a lot more moderate than you may suspect. I think if you go on social media, I think you see the loudest wheels squeaking. I think social media lends itself to extremism. Um, I think you have this, in other words, I'm talking about the silent majority. I think most people on issues are somewhere in the middle, but we let the two extremes uh, kind of battle it out. Um, and I think those are the ones that are taken more seriously. I think politicians and corporations completely overestimate Twitter. Like I like what Dave Chappelle said, Twitter is not a real place. You know, so like 10 people on Twitter will get mad about some random thing, and all of a sudden it's like national news. But anyway, uh, back to COVID. I don't know, man, just like get a vaccine. Like I encourage everyone to get a vaccine, get your booster, you know, wash your hands, you know, wear a mask if you want. Um, and here's the thing, like if you're really so afraid of it, like get your vaccine, get your booster, wear a fucking gas mask. Like you totally can. You can just... I've, and I respect people that do. Like, they're the ones taking it seriously. Like, good on them. But if you're deathly afraid of COVID and you're not wearing a gas mask, well, you can't really be that afraid of it. Like, and, and the truth is, you shouldn't really be that afraid of it. Not that it can't kill you. It most certainly can. It was the third leading cause of death last year. It can most certainly kill you. It's just, man, at a certain point, you got to live your life, dude. Like, you're going to die. Like, Fox News alert, you will die eventually. Let's say a hundred people listen to this. One of you will be dead by the end of the year. Happy New Year, twenty twenty-two. One of you will not make it. It's that's the fact of life. Um, and with, with COVID, it increases it by a tiny bit. You know, instead of you having uh, what like point zero zero seven chance of dying, now with COVID around, you have a point zero zero eight. And there's things you can do to reduce your odds. Like, if you are obese, well, I mean, not only will it help prevent COVID from killing you, but it'll also help uh, fucking dying from heart disease if you're obese, if you lose weight. 
You know, I always say wear a mask at the dinner table. That's probably the best place to wear one. Um, you know, go outside, walk, stop eating so much fucking sugar. Like these are like real things that will help extend your life expectancy. If you smoke, of course, quit smoking. You know, if you wear, a, if you drive a motorcycle, you should probably stop. Um, don't live in a shithole, gang-ridden uh, cesspool like Chicago, for example. That might increase your life expectancy. Um, so I think it's insane. So here in Illinois, starting January 3rd, to go to a restaurant or a coffee shop or something, or a movie theater, you have to show an ID and you have to show a vaccination card. To go to the gym, same thing. We should be encouraging people to go to the gym during a national pandemic. People should be getting in shape to increase their immunity. Uh, last year, they closed the beaches here in Chicago, so people were lying on the grass. But if you moved over to the sand, we had teenagers on guard to stop you from being on the sand because the sand, of course, poses a grave risk. The sand is a national health risk. Um, it's absolutely, it's absolutely crazy. Um, but yeah, but with, with the January third thing. Like, really? I don't think businesses can withstand this. Like, honestly, I mean, a lot of businesses, they closed down during the lockdown. I don't think they're coming back. Here in Chicago specifically, we had these race riots. I mean, I guess it was all over the country, but we had these race riots. A lot of companies boarded up their windows, and then they opened back up again. They had to lock down again, and now we're instituting, uh, you know, they, they talk about voter ID laws being racist because poor people are less likely to own a government ID. So if you instituted a voter ID law, then poor people are going to be disenfranchised and not be able to vote quite as much as everyone else. And then, of course, minorities in this country are disproportionately poor. That's why voter ID laws are considered racist by some. Well, if voter ID laws are considered racist by some, then what is this? If you need an ID and a vaccination card just to enter a fucking restaurant. I mean, I don't know. Uh, I don't have the stats offhand, but uh, blacks in New York and Chicago are much more likely not to have a vaccination than your typical white person. And so, and especially in predominantly black areas, like in the South Side and things. So what are these, what are these small, what are these local businesses going to do if like half of their customers, potential customers, aren't able to enter the store? I mean, if you're a small business owner on the South Side of Chicago and you've gone through the lockdown, you've gone through the race riots, like you're already in trouble. And now they're saying half your customers can't enter the store? Like, it, it's a fucking death knell, man. Like, I, I think it's a really, really, really terrible, really, really terrible, irresponsible uh, policy. And I don't think people really understand the long-term effects of these lockdowns. Um, I think a lot of businesses are never coming back. With the inflation you're seeing, this is a shocking people. I don't understand why Biden's approval rating took such a shit. Like, would you expect? Like, I just don't get, like, for all the things, I, 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 I didn't support Biden. But, like, he's doing what he said he was going to do, or at least he's trying. So how can his approval rating be down? Like, he, he's as advertised. Um, and with the inflation, it's like, oh, yeah, if you give every bartender in the country $600 a week not to work, like, what the fuck do you think is going to happen? It's not just the stimulus checks. It was all the unemployment and all the money they gave to corporations. And a lot of that money that was supposed to go to mom and pa shops, that got soaked right up by the big companies. Which, I mean, that's fascism. Like, that's what happens. When the government starts handing out money to companies, it's not going to go to the mom and pa shop down the street. It's going to go to the, the corporation that has the team of lawyers and accountants to soak it up first. So anyway, anyway, those are my updated thoughts. 
on COVID. Uh, yeah, just you know, get your vaccine, get your boosters if you want. It should be a free country. No one should be able to put a gun to your head and tell you to, uh, you know, what to do with your body. Um, I, I just think it's absolutely insane that like in America, we're supposed to be the land of the free. I know it's all propaganda bullshit, but we're supposed to be the land of the free. And so if a person wants to do business with another person, the government has to get involved and say, no, you need like proper registration. You need to have your ID. You need to have your, your medical record. What does your medical record matter to get a fucking cup of coffee? I don't know. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, I don't know. I'd, I'd be interested to hear another side of it. Um, I don't think there probably is a particularly good one, but I could be wrong. But I think it's going to have negative, and Illinois in particular, man. This place is already a shithole. It's the one place with junk bond status. People are leaving in droves. It's it's super in debt. We owe a shitload of money that you know we're just not gonna be able to pay. And doing this kind of Gestapo bullshit, I think this is gonna make more people want to leave. You know, so I would not buy property in Illinois. That's like buying a seat on the fucking Titanic. But anyway, what do I know? I've been wrong before. So, all right, have a good one. Bye-bye. That was kind of a downer episode for the day after Christmas. Actually, it's not the day after Christmas. It's two days after Christmas. That's an appropriate amount of time for a downer. All right, I'm doing two more episodes before the end of the year to hit my 40-episode goal. So you have some little more uplifting content, perhaps, to look forward to. All right, have a great one. Bye-bye.